For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with a kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Pissarro. And we are here every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Please tune in next Sunday. I'll be with you again, and we'll have more interesting information on lifestyle, diet, nutrition, and more. Now, I want to remind you about IQU. This is a powerful AI tool developed by Integrative Health Pioneer, Dr. Joe Pizzorno, and his team of leading experts. IQU utilizes cutting-edge technology and basically takes all your information, your history, your lab tests, your genomics, and comes up with a plan, a blueprint is probably the best metaphor for this, a blueprint for your health and how to achieve it. So it's IQYOUHealth.com. Go on that Uh, that site and you'll learn a lot more. So I'm very excited about what we're talking about today. Our guest is Theodora Scarato, and she is the Executive Director of Environmental Health Trust, EHT. She's an advocate on these issues, including electromagnetic frequencies and radio frequency radiation exposures. Our subject is the dangers of EMF 5G the Wireless Revolution, and Your Health. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. And this is, uh, we love controversy, and this <laughs> is one of those controversies. I think we always should face controversies right on, listen to them, and learn. And I know you have a lot of good information to share with us. Give us a little more information on your background, if you would, please, Uh, Theodora. Great. Well, um, Environmental Health Trust is a scientific think tank, and we um, have scientific advisors who are among the leading experts uh, in the field of environmental health. Um, My background is that I'm a clinical social worker, actually, and I got involved in this issue of environmental health and of cell phones and wireless because of my work uh, working in special education. And when I began to learn about, this was many years ago, that there were impacts to the brain and brain development from technology, and I didn't even know this could even be possible way back then, but uh, having read the research, I started to get more and more involved. And we have uh, scientific conferences internationally. Uh, Our scientists publish research, as well as um, inform and educate policymakers and communities. So we do a lot of things. We try to translate the science for the public as well. 
Well, and our focus is on cell phones and 5G. And <laughs> right it, now, this is such a hot topic right now, and it is so important. And I listened uh, to some of your presentations; very well done, I must say. You make something complex easier to understand, and if people don't understand it, they're not going to be able to take action. Um, mm-hmm. I I know that you talked about the cell phones and guided people through to the the sort of warnings, the caveats that are on all of our iPhones. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Because that was new to me. I did not realize that was there. And could we talk about what it is that the cell phone developers are telling us? Okay, so um, that sort of brings us to what I was shocked at, which is that cell phones and wireless devices all emit radio frequency radiation. And it's invisible, so you can't see it, um, and you can't taste it, and it's easy to not know it exists. (laughs) Uh, But going to what you're talking about, about phones and actually all devices, is that when these devices came on the market, uh, there was no pre-market testing. And there are regulations that were set in place. And those regulations, um, by no testing on long-term impacts to to human health or even a full understanding of that, uh, the regulations are quite antiquated. So like a cell phone, when you go buy a cell phone at the store, you might not know that they're not even tested at body contact for their radiation emissions. So they're tested at a distance from the body. In fact, on laptops and Wi-Fi routers, those are state uh, that the antennas need to be up to 20 um, to about 8 inches away from the body. And phones have fine print warnings that state that in order to meet FCC limits, they need to be at a certain distance from the body. So tight in your pants pocket or resting on your abdomen or holding the phone, you know, right up against your chest is actually against the way the phones are radiation tested. And when you actually test the phones at body contact, um, there's a study that was just published, although scientists have been talking about this and publishing on this for years, but uh, the government of France decided to test phones the way we use them, touching the body, hundreds of phones actually, and several of them, um, many of them at body contact positions and found that they exceed our government limits, which by the way are completely outdated, but they exceed our limits at body contact. And if you if you consider what that means for U.S., the way the, that we uh test phones in the United States, it could be up to 11 times. And that's a paper by um, Om Gott, Professor Om Gandhi, who actually helped develop cell phone radiation limits uh, decades ago. Well, this, I hope that answers the question. This, is clear? It, it is quite clear. <laughs> and when I heard you talk about this, I went into my phone and looked for that caveat. Now, you have to read through a lot of material. They don't. It doesn't jump out at you. And there's no blip that comes in and says, warning, 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 you've got your cell phone too close to your body. Uh, I think they're trying to uh, pretend they're doing due diligence when they really are not. 
And this is this is a rogue industry. Uh, we've talked to other people about EMFs. Um, I myself have an interest in and an expertise in autism, mm. and we are acutely aware of how children and and adults with autism are so negatively affected. There are canaries in the coal mine. And we need to be paying attention to it. So I am so delighted to have you talk to us about the subject. Um, let's go into all the exposures because we will talk about the cell phone even more. But what other exposures are we exposed to? Well, it used to be the cell phone was the primary wireless device that people used. But now, and with 5G and the Internet of Things, um, which is rolling out, we have uh, virtual assistants like Alexa and these uh, those pillars that, you know, you ask questions of and they answer. And I think they're even making them with video now. Those emit uh, what's radio frequency wireless radiation, as well as uh, all the wearable technology that that is rolling out now. Um, you're wireless laptop, your, if you have a wireless mouse, uh, even HVAC systems now are having wireless transmitters on them. Um, with 5G, they're talking about cars with sensors that are transmitting and have radar and, and many antennas that are doing all kinds of things. So every time there's an antenna on a device, there's a transmission, and, and we are exposed to that, and it's actually... Uh, being absorbed into our body. Um, gosh, the list is long. There's so many wireless devices coming out now. I can't even buy an electronic without... I really have to do my shopping online because when I go to the regular store, everything has wireless in it. And I use technology all the time, but I use uh, non-wireless technology. And And that is excellent advice. I just bought a new oven and it's wireless mm -hmm. i can contact it from anywhere and i really mm -hmm. don't have the need to do it uh so i'm i'm not even using it but mm -hmm. it, it you're right many many of our appliances are loaded we have fitbits that we wear uh, there's there's a lot of exposure and my understanding is that the epa has done almost nothing in this arena um, and, you know, the EPA is always limited. I have to, you know, as much as I'm being critical, I have to defend them to the degree that they just don't have the teeth to do what they need to do. So they, they're hampered. And they have a committee devoted to EMFs, but they don't have it working. They don't have members. They don't have scientists. They don't even have a head of it. And well. <laughs> Let me clarify that a little bit. Um, the EPA, because you, you're right on about the lack of anything happening at the EPA, and that's because they were defunded uh, from working on this about over two decades ago. Previous to that, they had a robust, they had research, they had some of the best in the world research going on, and they were actually developing proper or with you know federally developed safety limits. They were defunded as they were doing that, and then the U.S. adopted 
uh, allowable limits of radiation based on industry-loyal and industry-filled uh, groups' recommendations, actually. Um, so when you were saying that there's a group with no scientists, I think what you're referring to is actually really important. There used to be, well, there still is, but it really doesn't even, it just sort of exists in name and has no teeth. It's a interagency radio frequency uh, group that involve the EPA, the FDA, um, many different federal agencies, and they were to guide this issue. But from what I've heard, as you have stated, they really exist in name only. They, um, I think they have phone meetings a couple times a year, no agenda, no notes, no, no power, uh, and there is actually not a single health and safety agency that is that has the authority to act on health issues related to cell phone towers. Wow. Uh, We're going None. to talk more yeah. about this <laughs> in the next segment. This is really important information, Theodora, and I am so glad you're here sharing it. And for those of you who've just tuned in with us, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this brief break with more interesting information on the dangers of EMFs, 5G, the wireless revolution, and how it affects your health. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green. Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega-oils. 
Pure Defense with NAC offers a unique blend of hypoallergenic nutrients and herbal extracts designed to support overall immune defense and upper respiratory health. The product features Epicor fermentate, elderberry, and N-acetyl L-cysteine, nutrients and flavonoids for enhancing first-line immune defense. Pure Defense with NAC can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, and this is a reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health, via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. You can ask for expert advice on supplements, and they do carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we're having a fascinating discussion with Theodora Scarato, Executive Director of the Environmental Health Trust, and she's an advocate on these issues, including electromagnetic frequencies and radio frequency radiation exposures. And we're talking about the dangers of EMF, 5G, the wireless revolution, and your health. Now, uh, Theodora, could you just give an overview of what 5G is? And we talked in the first segment at length about the, the wireless revolution, and it's really taken off. So why is 5G so different? Well, 5G is the new wireless technology that promises to tie together the Internet of Things. And as I'm sure you're aware, there's more and more wireless things that we are uh, seeing in stores that people say we must have, et cetera. All of these things need a new technology in order for them to work and work fast. Uh, it, 5G is supposed to be uh, super fast with a low latency, meaning in real time there'll be communication between not just you and your phone and phone to phone, but machine to machine as well, like uh, um, cars, uh, self-driving cars. Uh, 5G is different because uh, three things. One, it's going to use all the frequencies that we have in use now and add in new higher frequencies with some carriers. These are uh, electromagnetic frequencies that have never been commercially used before. It's going to increase our overall radiation exposure because they're saying that industry is saying that we'll need more, uh, they're calling them small cells, but they're just shorter uh, mini cell towers in, in front of homes, in neighborhoods, in residential areas, say every I think estimates are 800,000, the FCC chair said, in the next few years, and up to 2 million new uh, mini cell towers in the United States alone. And that's going to place them right in front of our homes. And uh, industry themselves, they actually have reports where they talk about how the radiation levels near the antennas will be so increased that in countries that have more protective laws around this issue, they have to change their laws to allow more radiation because for, to fully deploy 5G because there's going to be more radiation exposure. And, of course, uh, this impacts people who, you know, people where we live, the bees, trees, insects, our pollinators. Um, 
so it's going to be quite different because of the the uh, the equipment and the radiation and this new technology. You know, it it is very disturbing to know that the regulations are really not there to keep us safe. Could you talk about safety? Yeah, so as I said, there was no pre-market testing for this technology. It was assumed to be safe because it's non-ionizing. It's not the same as x-rays or nuclear radiation. Um, But at the time that they set these limits, something I think that's really interesting, they knew and were aware of effects uh, biochemical effects, but they said, well, and they say this in the standards, they didn't know how that related to health <laughs> um, <laughs> at the time. And there is certainly, uh, you know, there are thousands of studies uh, showing adverse effects at very low levels, biochemical changes, oxidative stress. Uh, when those levels were set, they never really considered children. They say that they were developed to uh, protect children, but that was not actually based on any research whatsoever uh, that had to do with actual children and children's development. Children absorb more of this radiation because their skulls are thinner and uh, they have more conductive tissues, actually. And as well, they'll be more impacted because their brains are in development. Wow. And many scientists are, uh, I think it's over 200, gosh, how many have signed on to the call for a 5G uh, moratorium now? It, it's at 5gappeal.eu. I think it's over 250 scientists from 35 countries calling wow. to halt 5G. Well, because we're assuming, that's a bad word, um, it was assumed, as I'm hearing you say, that that they were safe without really having hard evidence. Yeah, they set limits based on heating only, the heating effect that they said, well, we we are clear that there is a heating effect uh, because, of course, microwaves, radio frequencies are microwaves are a range, and uh, that would heat us, right? It cooks, and microwaves cook, and this is at much, much lower power. So it was assumed to be safe, even though the EPA was actually in development of limits that would address non-heating levels, like changes in the way cells communicate. Um, But they were defunded and and never set those those limits. And we have among the highest allowable limits in terms of cell towers uh, in the world, actually, along with some other countries. (laughs) Isn't that... Amazing that with all of our technology, we've missed we've missed it on this issue, uh, and the price yeah. the price to be paid is in our children and certainly a, a pregnant mom. Uh, pregnant women actually know to keep the devices away from their bellies. Now, maybe not all of them know that, but there's certainly concern. And for males who who wish uh, to be fertile, to not mm-hmm. put a laptop on their lap. Um, so these issues are out there. They're tangible. We know about them. But we really have, as I said before, it's a rogue industry. 
Yeah, well, remember you were talking about the how you found the separation distance in your phone, the recommendation on the separation distance? Yes. And you have to, like in my phone, I remember it was like on page 53. Well, in terms of the industry, they... When the city of Berkeley and actually San Francisco tried to inform the the public with a law that would tell people that the phones emit radio frequency and that there is a distance, industry immediately sued, uh, saying that they don't it's violating their free speech rights and they shouldn't be forced to say this. And yet, when you buy a policy for your phone, like in case it breaks or you know a, a policy for your phone, it actually defines pollutants, electromagnetic fields as a pollutant and won't cover for any damages from electromagnetic fields. And uh, there are exclusions when you get an insurance policy where you can't get coverage for, for damages from this exposure, not at any level, unless you buy special policies, pollution policies to cover it. And I don't know if you know that uh, Swiss Re just issued a report rating 5G as high-impact emerging risk affecting property and casualty claims, and they talk about the potential claims for health impairments in that report, the 2019. Just It's just uh, issued. Well, so they're even acknowledging it, but not to us. It, it, and this is the name of the game. I've I've been in this field of alternative complementary functional medicine, health, nutrition mm-hmm. for 50 mm-hmm. years, over 50 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded that it took 50 years to ban hydrogenated oils when we knew back in the 50s, 60s, and certainly by the 70s how detrimental the hydrogenated margarine trans fatty acids, how detrimental they they are to human health. And the industry ran the show. Uh, The industry uh, kept us from being protected by the alphabets, NIH, uh, American Heart Association, USDA, FDA, I can keep going, all got on board that everyone should switch to margarine despite the scientific Mm -hmm. evidence that was abundant then. And this has been a pet peeve. My listeners are rolling their eyes right now because they've heard me on this. But when uh, Denmark banned hydrogenated oils, they got a 75% reduction of cardiac deaths over the next decade. Mm -hmm. And so we finally banned it, but Mm -hmm. it's really late on. And we're going to keep talking about this subject, um, just give us, you know, one more tip or pointer on safety, and then we'll expand on the third segment. Well, I would say that several countries already have policies in place recommending reducing exposure, especially for children, and they even officially state to keep the phone away from the body. They even give pages and several web pages of instructions as to how to use devices in safer ways and recommend wired rather than wireless technology. And that's from the health uh, the health agencies of governments, um, you know, France, uh, Belgium, um, 
I, I actually have a whole on environmental health trust, ehtrust.org. We have a whole several page document going over all the countries and we link to all of their interesting educational campaigns, the videos they have put out, their laws they have in place. For example, they have laws that inform you of the radiation from the phone when you buy it, which is similar to what we're trying to do in the United States, but we keep getting sued. That is amazing. And we're going to continue this conversation. If you've just tuned in with us, folks, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. And we're talking about EMFs, 5G, the wireless revolution, and your health. We'll keep that conversation going with Theodora Scarato and... Stay with us, folks. We're going to be right back after this break. Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven, available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm reminding you again about IQUHealth.com through MyVillageGreen.com through Village Green. That's IQYOUHealth.com. You can develop a blueprint of your health 
And that can be used with your health practitioners toward being more complete in the diet, medication, supplements, the changes that you can make in your health. Now, we're having a great conversation with Theodora Scarato, Executive Director of Environmental Health Trust. And she is an advocate on these issues, including the electromagnetic frequencies and radio frequency radiation exposures. And that's what we're talking about, the dangers of these, 5G, the wireless revolution, and your health. So, um, Theodore, can you describe what we've done in the United States about safety and how that compares to other countries? Well, We've really dropped the ball in terms of safety, and actually there are several Congress people that have now been writing the FCC and the FDA and asking for documentation of safety for the rollout of 5G, this new technology, and they're receiving answers, which, as Senator Blumenthal stated, is unsatisfactory, that, in fact, uh, at a Senate a Senate hearing, he said, so we're really flying blind on health and safety related to 5G. And so this is, you know, happening now. And you can go to ehtrust.org and actually read the letters, see clips from the hearings. But in the meantime, in order to roll out 5G, they are, industry is wanting to put these quote-unquote small cells, which are not small, they're intense, mini uh, cell towers with antennas, in front of homes, and different communities are doing different things. Like here in Maryland, uh, when it was proposed that these installations would be within 20 feet, and then they moved it a little further out, uh, feet of a home, so many people came and packed the, uh, the rooms and gave testimony saying they did not want this, that that was pulled off the table. In other communities, like in uh, Petaluma, they passed an ordinance that one of these antenna installations couldn't be within 500 feet of a residence. In Fairfax and Mill Valley, they're prohibited in residential zones. Um, gosh, there's so much. I know in San Diego County, they have none located within 1,000 feet of schools or child care centers, which is already by law in other countries. But in the United States, we don't have that as a federal law. Uh, and there was some... Um, there's actually communities mobilizing internationally so that, um, and in fact, something that I found interesting is just all the pictures of the protests going on around the world, uh, but but there are resolutions being passed by elected officials. Uh, the, um, I think it's the seventh municipality of Rome passed a resolution to halt 5G in Switzerland. There are cities that are halting new permits. Uh, Florence, Italy, has stated that they, their elected officials, they passed a resolution. They'll use the precautionary principle for the rollout of 5G. So I could go on, and it's, it's all online, but it's all happening, and we, we um, here in the United States are really waking up to this and calling on our officials to do the right thing and protect the public health. But there are constraints because we have a federal law that actually uh, is being interpreted that we can't speak about health. <laughs> that's that unbelievable. And that's the most important aspect 
of understanding this. Um, it, it, I'm so surprised in some ways and not in others uh, with what you're telling us because this has been uh, this has been a pattern in in the country. Uh, manufacturers, due to a 1976 Toxic Substances Control Act, were permitted to put any chemical, any manufactured man-made chemical in the atmosphere, in used as pesticides, used in a variety of ways, without testing. Testing was voluntary, mm. and if they tested, they had to reveal. It's taken a decade, maybe two, to get mm. that changed, and the EPA has been given more oversight on that. You know, and let's face it, 90,000 potentially toxic man-made chemicals mm. don't have legs, and banning them doesn't mean they leave. <laughs> and and we are we're stuck with them and uh, we're doing the exact same thing now with electromagnetic radiation not looking at all the potential problems and what we can do just like microwaves used to just leak out and the microwave industry knew that and they they've made the microwaves safer, and I'm just saying safer, more safe, not that they aren't still a problem. But I think the industry has the ability to come up with solutions rather than wait until we really have an epidemic on our hands. And and I can see an epidemic from, from the damage. Yeah, you know, speaking of all of these other chemicals and in the context of like the environmental pollution that we have right now, both in the air as well as the water, but in the food we eat and the, you know, the creams we put on our body or you can buy at the store, the lack of, the lack of safety testing for all of these chemicals. Electromagnetic fields, uh, there's research that has shown more permeability of the blood-brain barrier, which means that there can be more availability of these toxins in the body and especially the brain because of the electromagnetic field exposure. So more, uh, there's studies that looked at, for example, lead exposure and found the high lead level plus the higher cell phone use led to more ADHD symptoms in children. Uh, there's studies that have found the combination of an electromagnetic field with a known carcinogen led to a tumor-promoting effect more so than either one alone, so a synergistic effect. So in in this world that we live in, it's even more important than ever to reduce electromagnetic field exposure to um, hopefully minimize that impact. And yet we're increasing exposure with the way society's moving right now. Yeah, it's, and, it, it is, it's such a concern um, talk about the National Toxicology Report. So way back when, when we adopted limits, when the FCC adopted limits, which were not the federally developed safety standards that were in development, but funding was cut, the FDA said, and I'll just summarize, well, we don't really know what the long-term effect is, so the National Toxicology Program should do well-funded, large-scale animal studies to 
start to add information to this question, what is the long-term effect, you know, on mammals, on, uh, you know, what will it be? They didn't have that information. So that study was a $30 million study. It's one of the only research studies that the U.S. has funded in the last uh, decade, actually. And they found uh, a variety of effects, actually, with the most uh, the, the top effects being clear evidence of cancer in the male rats, um, for a type of tumor uh, in the heart, in the schwannomas in, in the heart, as well as what they termed some evidence. And when I say clear and when I say some, I'm referring to the strength of their confidence that there is an association. In, and that means the exposure led to the cancer for the uh, tumors in the heart, the nerve of the heart, and in the brain, although stronger for the uh, heart. There was also uh, DNA damage found, and there was a cardiomyopathy, a damage to heart tissue. There were increases in several other types of tumors, but they did not, um, they were considered equivocal because they're not ready to state that they are directly tied because of other factors. So, for example, at lower levels, there were more found than at the higher levels. And some scientists are saying, look, there's a, um, this is an, an a, it's, you know how with a BPA, dose does not make the poison? Yes. How even low levels can have an effect? Yes. Well, with electromagnetic fields, there is a, a body of published literature showing that there could be windowed effects, meaning effects at lower levels that you don't even see at higher levels. And and the National Toxicology Program found uh, these increases in cancer and also low birth weight. Uh, and now the FDA is rejecting the findings. The FDA is saying they don't agree with the uh, findings of clear evidence and that they don't need to change the current safety limits that we have and that's based on no scientific documentation that we can see whatsoever. There's no, there's just a statement. There's no report. Uh, the, 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 the reasons that they give have been countered by experts who are former NIH scientists, uh, Dr. Ronald Melnick. You can go online and watch him speak about this. And yet, so that's kind of where we are. There's no federal agency giving us scientific documentation on why they're saying what they're saying. Well, this this is very, <laughs> it's sad to hear. You have explained it very clearly, and we will continue this in our final segment. If you've just tuned in with us, folks, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. 
Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM Brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. We are here every Sunday morning, and please tune in next Sunday for more discussion on nutrition and healthy living. Now, today, we've been having a fascinating conversation with Theodora Scarato, Executive Director of Environmental Health Trust, and we're dealing with information about electromagnetic frequencies and radio frequency radiation exposures and this is what the environmental health trust is devoted to getting the science out there and getting changes made our subject is the dangers of emf 5g the wireless revolution and what it does to your health so uh, theodora let's talk uh, we talked about the dangers we talked about the, the increased exposure. What can people do right now to reduce their exposures? Great. So there's so much that you can do now uh, to immediately drop your expo- exposures, especially at home. And, and I like to think about first starting with the sleeping environment, creating a sleep sanctuary at night, because that's when you, you have your sleep is restorative, your brain cleans out its their toxins, and you want to have as low electromagnetic fields as possible. So remove um, any screens and wireless technology from your bedroom. Make sure that the Wi-Fi is off at night. Uh, Of course, we recommend using hardwired 
uh, internet rather than Wi-Fi at all. But if you if you have it right now, just turn it off at night. Don't have a, a decked phone, for example, uh, near your bed. Um, so that's, that's the start as you're sleeping. A lot of people sleep with their phone. Don't sleep with your phone powered on. If you need an alarm clock, get a battery-powered alarm clock or turn your phone on airplane mode and the alarm will still work uh, and make sure all the other antennas are off like Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi and hotspot and all of that. So that's a start is just your nighttime. And a lot of people find they sleep so much better when they reduce electromagnetic fields at night. Excellent. When it comes to your... Go ahead. I said excellent. Great. <laughs> uh, cell phones. You can reduce exposure to your cell phones by using a speakerphone, keep it off your body. When you're... You turn the uh, minimize your use overall and try to use a wired landline phone whenever possible. And a lot of people say, well, I don't, you know, I gave up my phone. It, it seems ridiculous to have these two phones. I'm only using my cell phone. Well, you can get a voice over IP to, so that you can have a, a phone and make sure that it's not a cordless phone, but it's a corded phone. Or I have, with my internet connection, I actually have a phone line that way because they won't give me a, a copper line. Um, think about accessories like the mouse, the keyboard, have them be wired. Your printer, get a wired printer. Or if it has Wi-Fi, turn that function off and connect to it with wires. Um, tablets and laptops. You know, turn the, the Wi-Fi off whenever, especially when you're using things where you don't even need the Internet, and instead connect with a wire. Then you can have the Internet, but you don't have to have the wireless radiation coming off of it. And, of course, always keep a tablet or a laptop on a table no matter what because they emit two kinds of electromagnetic fields, and you don't want to have that battery and the, the power, the power line frequency on your lap, even if the Wi-Fi is off. Um, utility meters, opt out so that you don't have a radiating uh, electric meter. I know now in Maryland they're starting to put in, they want to have smart water meters, and people have been working on that and saying we want the choice to have a non, because smart meaning uh, wireless water meter as well because these meters will pulse very high, super short pulses throughout the, the day, 24-7. Um, oh, gaming consoles. Don't forget about those. Uh, video game consoles radiate, and they, they radiate even when you're not using them. They're just radiating all the time, like a deck phone-based radiates even when you're not using it. Your cell phone, even when you're not using it. And so that's why you want to power them off or turn the Wi-Fi off, especially when you're not using using them and move to wired technology. Um, but then there's the issue of 5G. So this is going to increase radiation exposures and without our consent where we, you know, right in our yards. So talking to your elected officials about this um, and, and asking for accountability and for safety first documentation of safety first. That's what uh, 
Senator Blumenthal and other representatives in Congress are asking for. And that's what these hundreds of scientists are saying as well, is hold off until there is documentation of safety, because we don't have that. We have a lot of science showing effects. And we don't have uh, enough action going on as far as what you're saying, the documentation of safety. It's appalling that that's not number one when it comes to the frequencies and the exposures. And I like that you said safety first. Um, Do you have any other tips? Uh, I also wanted you to uh, give a little bit of an overview of what the science is showing us about the harm of these exposures. And you talked about children being more vulnerable, but I just would like you to run that down again as well. Well, there is a lot of science with a lot of different uh, endpoints, meaning effects or uh, the effects that have been found, like behavior problems in children related to the amount of cell phone use that their mother used while pregnant, Um, DNA damage, tumor promotion, like um, brain cancer with when the cell phone is held on the side of the head. And and that's for for people who were termed, uh, quote unquote, heavy users for 10 years, but heavy use was only half an hour a day in these studies. Uh, So... um, and inflammation, an increase in oxidative stress, which of course can lead to a myriad of of diseases, uh, and and is actually considered a hallmark of cancer, oxidative stress. Um, so, there, gosh, there was a study that just came out that really concerned me, having teenagers myself. That so teenagers, it was a study that looked at it was a replication study looking at teenagers. They looked at teenagers for one year of using a cell phone and found those who held the phone to their head uh, at the end of the year had memory damage on the side of the head uh, related to the memory centers, which were on the side of the head where they held the phone. Um, So, gosh, so many studies on damage to brain cells as well. When they, there's studies on rats and animals where they, cut open the brain and they look at the brain cells and they do before and after and find damaged brain cells, uh, sperm damage. That's why I think you mentioned this sooner, but the Cleveland Clinic uh, recommends keep the laptop off the lap, keep the phone out of the pocket uh, because to to promote healthy fertility. Um, So... When you delve into the science, and you can go to ehtrust.org and look at some of our studies that we have highlighted, uh, there's a bioinitiative as well. Uh, you can go to PubMed and look it up. But one of the things to keep in mind, and there are many studies showing adverse effect and replication studies showing adverse effect, but there's also a heavy industry funding into the science. And... When researchers have looked at industry funding and what the studies found, they found a relationship between sponsorship and the findings, just like you would with tobacco or uh, chemicals. So this is all part of the picture. There's a Harvard report that just that came out actually now, it's been a few years, that says that the industry is using the tactics of big tobacco mm-hmm. and talks about following the money. And that's a part of this picture because... 
every study that comes out showing an effect, industry seems to fund studies that then say that there's no effect. Are there scientists who they fund say, oh, no, you know, it, it's there's this problem and that problem. And, and uh, it's rather confusing if you're new to this issue and you just want to know, like, well, what, what are the facts here? And, it's like a and rabbit hole. <laughs> it is. Well said, a rabbit hole. Um, I will say this, that now in published literature, there's information on each author and whether they have a conflict of interest. And you can find out who funded the study. Now, let's face it, the, the usual layperson is not going to delve into that. They're going to see the study and say, look, it's not a problem. This study says it's not a problem. But it's a little easier now to figure out who funded the study. And they do hide behind uh, names that sound very good, <laughs> like uh, uh, the Organization for Promoting Health, okay? <laughs> I'm just making that up. They come up with names, and you can't tell by the name what this organization is really about and where their funding comes from. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's that's a conundrum as far as I'm concerned because the typical individual's not going to educate themselves in that way. I do want to thank you for being with us, and you've you've shared so much good information. And our readers can our our listeners can get you at eht. Uh, it's ehtrust.org, mm -hmm. correct? www.ehtrust.org. And that site is filled with information. There's so much good information there. And I encourage people to see some of the YouTube uh, lectures that are available where you can learn more about the subject. So thank you for being here, and we hope to have you back because this subject is just beginning. So thank you. Great. Thank you so much. And uh, listeners, I want to remind you about Dr. Joseph Pizzorno's book, The Toxin Solution, How Hidden Poisons in the Air, Water, Food, and Products We Use Are Destroying Our Health and What We Can Do to Fix It. That is quite a title, The Toxin Solution. And I want to thank you, listeners, for joining us here on The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're always glad to hear from you. Let us know what you would like to hear. And I just want to remind you that, remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.